This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's music scene. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. I'm joined by longtime Cleveland blues man Austin Walken Kane, who's performed locally since the early 90s. Today, he tours the world, no longer with the Walken Kane, but always with his distinctive voice. He's also got a new album out recorded in famed Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and he's here to talk about it. Thanks for joining us. Hi. It's good to be back. It's been a long time. You've got a new album that was recorded in Alabama, but the story starts in Memphis. Can you talk about that? I was heading down to Memphis because I have like a almost, you know, being a road guy, I have lots of almost like different families. You know, I go to Memphis, I have my Memphis family. I go to, you know, Clarksdale, Mississippi, I've got that family. I go to, you know, Europe or wherever. There's just people everywhere. And my Memphis people were like, man, you should just come down and hang out. You're not working. Because of COVID, everything got canceled. So my buddy said, you can stay at this house, this Airbnb that they were rehabbing. And then my other buddy goes, yeah, so you're going to Memphis, you know. You know, Muscle Shoals is only like two and a half hours away. And I emailed Fame Recording, and they said, well, do you want to come on Tuesday or Wednesday? And I go, okay. So I got in my car on Monday morning, and I drove to Alabama. It took me like 12 hours or something, 13 hours, and recorded at 10 in the morning. It was a pretty amazing feeling because uh, so many great people recorded there. Uh, Aretha Franklin, Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett, Solomon Burke. The Allman Brothers started in the other studio, which I thought was pretty great. One heart broken, one heart healing, one heart lying, one heart cheating, one heart dying is revealing, one heart walking away. So you recorded 15 songs that day in the studio with just your guitar. And so what was the plan for the album that eventually became Muscle Shoals? I wasn't really, didn't know what I was going to do with it. And I thought that it would be interesting to just have it in the, you know, the, if, if I needed it. I got hooked up with uh, Hoboville Records out of Germany. This was last year. And we were talking about different songs. Because I have a whole record that's done, but it's with a band and horns and all that kind of stuff. And I was playing them uh, some of the stuff. They're like, we like it, but I think we need something with just you and a guitar. Mm. And I go, well, you could just pick these songs off these albums and put it, you know. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's cool, but do you have anything else? And I go, well, I have this thing at Muscle Shoals. You know, I was down at Fame Recording. They listened to it and thought, that's perfect. That's exactly what we want. So it worked out pretty cool. <laughs> been all over the world from Clarksdale to Kathmandu, Ireland, Australia. Somehow you ended up in Cologne, Germany. You mentioned it before a little bit, Hoboville Records. How did you link up with Hoboville Records in Germany of all places? David Spiro, around town, manages all sorts of great people and he's been tied into the business for so long. You know, over the course of many years now we've become pretty good friends and when Hoboville was looking for somebody and asked David Spiro, like, do you know any blues guys? You know, we want to do more of a Roots label. It's like, yeah, I got a guy for you. So that was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Opened up a whole new world. Living, working, dying Don't come be Living, working, dying Don't come be Don't come easy. 
Can you talk a little bit about your world travels? I mean, did you ever envision that you would be playing music all over the world? No, not one bit. I was really intrigued when I was young to be able to go travel America. Yeah. I thought it'd be really great to be able to play music and just see different parts of America that I've never seen. And, you know, I was like a 20-year-old guy or something like that. And that was a dream. I started doing these things like going to Memphis, you know, where it was the International Blues Challenge. Because I was in the finals, some guy from Kathmandu says, hey, would you be interested in playing at the Himalayan Blues Festival that I put on? <laughs> I'm like, Himalayan Blues Festival? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went, I had an incredible time, and there, there were a couple of Australian people, and they went back home, and they were playing at a festival out there called Blues on Broad Beach. The lady who, the promoter for that, was talking to them, and like, you know, I need somebody, you know, not too expensive, but like a solo person. And these two said, well, you know, we met this guy in Kathmandu. <laughs> I don't know, he's like a nice guy. He's, you know, he plays all right. You know, I think he'd be cool. So then she listened to my stuff and I get a, you know, an email. Do you want to play at our festival in Australia? I'm like, wow, okay. And then the New Zealanders got wind. So I started playing in New Zealand. And then, you know, it's all these weird things like that. Austin, I want to talk a little bit about your moniker. Okay. Walking cane. Okay, so I was born with an arterial venous malformation. And by the time I was 16, I was on a cane. I used a cane until I was 26. So I figured at that point, you know, I started playing out when I was 20. And I was down in New Orleans, and I was walking around uh, the French Quarter. And this guy goes, hey, walking cane, you got some spare change for a brother? And I was like, yeah, I do. Here's some cash. I was like, walking cane would be a good thing for me because, you know, I'm stuck with it. You know, I'm probably going to be using a cane the rest of my life. So I thought that that'll be good. That'll be my thing. And then, you know, at 26, I had my leg taken off. Mm. Now I don't really need a cane all that much. If you see me with a cane, I'm probably in a bad way. But uh, usually it's pretty good. So walking cane stuck. It did. It was like a... Blues guy, you got to have some kind of ailment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that experience and what you've gone through in your life has given you this outlet with your blues singing and the emotion that you put into it? I have no doubt that it affected me somehow. You know, I don't really know because I don't, I've never lived any other kind of life. This has always been what it's been. I want you to talk a bit about the very powerful song on your album, Muscle Shoals, called Sun Go Down. Sun go down, down for me. Sun go down, down for me. Sun go down, sun go down. Sun go down. So sun go down. It was the last tune on the new record. Uh, a friend of mine, her son had passed away. He's 27. It was awful. You know, he was a great kid. And it was unfortunate and, you know, addictions and all that kind of thing. And I was with her the night before I left, or the two days, some previous, something like that. And I was driving to Muscle Shoals, and she was in my head, you know, just kind of thinking about everything she was saying, because, you know, I've, I've been fortunate, my kids... I've never gone, I've never experienced anything like that. 
I was just thinking about stuff, and I started getting a melody in my head and just talking into my phone while I'm driving. Every once in a while, I get, oh, that's a good line, you know. And then I reached a, a gas station at some point. I had to take a break. And so I sketched it out real quick. And uh, I had to pump gas, so I, I put the book right there and, you know, recorded myself singing the song a cappella while pumping gas. And then I thought, well, I'll send it to Chris Allen, see what, you know, he has to say. And he, he gets it, and he goes, oh, this is cool. And he wrote it out pretty quick and came up with a guitar part. And he sent it back to me, and I went, wow, all right, we have a song. Sun will rise, oh, yes, it will. Sun will rise, I pray it will. Oh, but but for now, take away this pain. I could really feel the emotion in that one beautiful song. Thanks. Austin, it's been such a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. That's Austin Walking Kane. We filmed this interview for Applause Performances, which is available to watch on demand via the PBS app. You can find links and more episodes at ideastream.org slash shuffle. And if you like what you hear, make sure you're following the podcast. Leave us a rating or write a review. And you can always reach out to us with thoughts and ideas at shuffle at ideastream.org. Brittany Nader is Shuffle's producer. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. Thanks for listening. Take away the pain. Take away this pain. Take away the sun. Take away this pain. Sun go down. Sun go down, sun go down, down for me, sun go down, sun go down, take away the sun. Take away this pain Take away this pain